Monday motivation. Start your week off flying high. Monday motivation. It's your time to rise and shine. Hi guys, happy Monday. I'm so glad to be here back with you guys. And today what I want to share with you guys is an interview that I was part of a radio show with Michelle Mars and she's going to tell you a little bit about it. But I want to just you guys to go ahead and share this interview with you. Those spaces. Welcome Rebecca. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. What a joy. I'm so glad you joined me. Now, I I have you cuz I know that you own the painting with a twist in Aurora. Yes. Is that you've got a lot going on with you, though? Um, so tell us about yourself. Let the listeners know about you. Where are you from, and are you a native of Colorado? <laughs> okay, so my story is very simple. I am originally from Brazil. I came from Brazil about 15 years ago because I just had a dream. And I told my parents I had a dream. I needed to go to this country, and I'm going to pursue my life in America. And uh, I had a $500 just suitcase and I came to United States 15 years ago and nothing else left. Wow. How old were you when you left? I left. I was 23, 23 years old. I left home and uh, took me a total of 10 years to go back home. I wasn't, go, I wasn't able to go back home for 10 years. But my father, at that time, he said to me, he said, Go and be blessed, but don't come back until you made it. Wow. And you did. <laughs> well, yeah, with a lot of hustle and, and hard work and sweat and blood, we we are doing what we love. And uh, I when I say we are doing I mean my family, my husband. And I can definitely say that dreams do come true. It happened to me. It was possible. So what did you start with? I mean, what was your dream? Did you know your dream when you came or did you just start doing stuff until you ran into it? I knew I loved art. I knew I loved to paint, but I did not know how it would look like. But the number one dream of mine was to have a family because I lived as a foster kid for 21 years and I was adopted at 21 so I never felt a sense of belonging, a sense of a place. So my number one dream was to have a home where I could call my own and have a family and to be able to see that happen to me today. That's the most gift I can. I, the business is just a plus the paintings that I do, the art that I share, the classes that I have, that is just such a plus. But the dream about having a family and be able to call this place home, that's priceless. I cannot pay or tell you enough. <laughs> that's fabulous. You were a foster child for 21 years? Well, I lived in the same home. There was a home that they... they they didn't legally adopt me. So I, but I lived there, but they didn't know how to call me. So I had a huge problem with the identity. First, because I was the only one that was dark skinned. You know, I was dark skinned of a family of four kids. 
in appearance and everybody was very skinny and white. So I had a little situation because people would look at me and be like, who is this girl? What is she doing <laughs> with you guys? And at that time, you know, a few years ago, they didn't know how to say it, you know, and they said, oh, well, this is Rebecca and she lives with us. So I was never introduced as this is Rebecca, my sister, or this is Rebecca, part of our family, or we adopt her. So for a long time, I didn't know who it was. I just knew that they were giving me a favor to let me stay. And I was very afraid that, that they would give me back to my birth mother or put me away or something will happen. I was always very afraid that I would not have a place to stay. Um, but in the meantime, I had a really happy childhood. I had a really great friends and I'm very grateful for this family that took me in. Finally, when I turned 21, I and I asked them, I wanted to travel. I wanted to go outside of the country, but I didn't know how to go with my mate name and not proving that I have a family and a way to travel. So I came to my adoptive parents and I said, hey guys, I know it's been 21 years, but do you guys mind just adopting me? I, I want to be adopted. Oh. And they said, no, we don't mind at all. <laughs> so I was adopted when I turned 21. That's fabulous. But this was also you could pursue your dream. Yes. So I could travel and, and show um, that I had a family, you know, to that I could travel and, and do things. And my adopted dad, he was very kind enough to say, I am raising you to go whatever you want to go pursue, whatever you want to pursue. I'm not raising you for Brazil or for here. I'm going to live you up your dreams. Whatever it is that you want to do, go for it. That's why I'm raising you for. Wow, that's beautiful. He just opened the door for you and said, be, be you. Yes, yes, that's exactly what happened. And what happened in Brazil is in, the, in my teenager years, I used to um, feel very alone because I didn't have any brothers and sisters my age. We had to just move out of the state and we went more towards the country of Sao Paulo. We used to live in a big city, now we're in the country. And I told my mom, I said, I don't have any friends. This is very sad. We moved in the age that I was like 13, 14. So it was a, was a hard age to move. And my mom at that time, she says to me, she says, wait a second, I'm going to introduce you to a new friend. And her name is Art. And uh, she put me in a little painting class and I was not good, but I found a new friend. And this is when I start painting and I painted and I asked my mom, I said, do you think if I paint every day and if I do 10 paintings a day, by the time I'm 35, do you think I can be good? Yeah. <laughs> she, said, she said, well, by the time you're 35, yeah, sure, you can be great. <laughs> and look at you now you own a whole art studio <laughs> yeah and I am 100% self-taught I never had anyone that I never was able to go to school or 
art, art ecology, any of that. Everything that I had to develop is through my hardships, is through struggle, and in and, and, and doing it so much to the point that I got good enough for people to give me money for it. <laughs> well, the thing is, is I always tell people about, you know, find your passion and work on it. Don't work on what you're not good at. Work on what you really like and what you're good at. Just yeah. develop it. Make something of whatever you like. And then you never work a day in your life. Yeah. And people are like, no, no, I don't know what I want to do. Find what you like to do and make it better. Yeah, and the painting for me not wasn't not just a refuge, not just a place of friendship with with somebody that was there for me but the painting for me when I started giving up paintings and I saw joy of people and I saw how they react how they cry how much it touches them that kind of gave me a return I was like oh I really that really blesses me that people really like it so I just want to do it more and I wanted to repeat because that feeling wasn't just the feeling of putting a paint out there and putting my vision the feeling for me is what can I do for them to make them happy how good can I do that flower to touch their heart you know and that's how I started to develop as an artist and that's with any with any profession. If you give more than you're taking, it it pays back. Oh, it, it's a fulfilling yeah. thing. Yeah, it's yeah. not about you. It's always about them. It's about and, you know, you're right. And you know, I'm Michelle. I'm telling you right now. When I was uh, growing up, my parents did not have the money to buy art supply. They didn't have the money to buy a lot of the things. I never painted it in canvas. Um, after my 22nd birthday, I painted a canvas. But from the time I was 13 to the 22 years old, I never was able to afford a piece of canvas. So what I did, what my mom helped me do is let's look for construction materials. Let's go to like old salvage places and see what can we get for you to paint on. And I started doing this. So I started painting in different type of materials because my parents couldn't afford to go buy canvas. Hard enough, it was hard enough to buy oils at that time. So um, we got whatever, whatever was in front of me, I was able to paint. And it's so interesting to look back now because now that I, my most media is the screen, you know, I think about, wow, I felt like I was kind of like a poor kid, but also now I see I was just, I had a lot of resources. And now the way I see everything is so different because now I'm like, everything can be creative. You can give an excuse to say, I just cannot have the money. You can go to Restart for Humanity and find thousands of things that you can do with that. You know? Yeah. Exciting. Find a way. You found a way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. well, like, I think we've talked about it before in actually your podcast. <laughs> you have a podcast. Uh, we talked about in your podcast that if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. If, if you really want something, you'll find a way to do it. And you did. 
Absolutely. I wanted to. I remember being a little girl and I used to play like I was uh, speaking English and I used to be like, rah, 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 I'm speaking English, rah, rah, I'm speaking English. And I, told, and I thought to myself, I hope one day I can actually speak English. And today, you can see I speak English and I'm an artist and I have a family. Things got restored, but it didn't start it perfect. It did not start it perfect. But listen to me, the thing is, it doesn't matter how you started, but matters how you end. That's really what matters. Yes. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Keep trying. I have a I have a quote that I wrote on my website because that for me it reflects a little bit of, of everything that I believe in it. The quote is anything you believe in, you water, you feed it, you protect it, and you can change the world. Take a step forward and try something different. It might just change your life. Yeah, who said that? Rebecca Flott. <laughs> Oh, yay. <laughs> yeah, I really believe that. So, you know, I think that I people trying to explain and trying to understand what was it that I believed so hard. Why why you believe it so hard? Why you believed you could do this? Why you believed you could live in a different country? And to me, it's because there was nothing else left. Nothing else left. That's a powerful statement. There was nothing else left. But from the nothing, you created everything you wanted. Yes. And you know what? I remember being a kid and we had like family members coming in. And I remember them telling my mom things like, why did you, why are you having to raise this girl? She's just going to give you trouble. You know, you shouldn't do that. And I remember those a statement and I was thinking in my heart inside of my heart no that's not me that's not who I am and that's not who I'm gonna be and you better wait a second and you're gonna watch you're gonna watch me all right guys so I know this is was a very long interview the Michelle Mars did with me and I just wanted to share with you guys so you guys get to know me a little bit better but I'm going to add the link for the full interview. It's a whole hour of inter interview that you guys can come and finish listening to a little bit of my story. Uh, I just wanted to tell you guys that doesn't matter what you come from, what you're going through, you can make it. But you have to always look forward and believe and believe even if you have to believe alone and you will be okay. Guys, have an incredible week. If this is blessing you, please share. Come in and, and see us on Facebook. I have um, our Instagram page, Monday Motivation on Instagram. Again, if you want to see my art, if you want to see more about the shop, I'm going to add the links there. You guys get to see that. But also, if you want to show, uh, if you want to send me your stories, if it, this touches you at some point, and if you want to share the stories, please, please come, write, share the stories. I would love to hear from you. You guys are such a good friend. Have a wonderful week. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. I'm so grateful for you. So very grateful. Happy Thanksgiving, guys.